were just two regular dudes from a state far away. I wouldn't want to live in. They DJ and lift weights. They think they are so great, but no one cared about their opinions. So they start a podcast, I-O-L-T-O-S. I only like their old stuff. That's what they'd say. Whether they hate or hype, they're almost never I got there. That was real good for the listeners. That was enjoyable. Little game. Wait, you remember that? Remember those Budweiser commercials? They were hilarious. Do you like it when your non-friends do a worse imitation of something that wasn't funny to begin with and is really old? (laughs) And drag it out way too long. And then do it again and again and again 193 times. Yeah. Just over and over. What episode is this? This is episode 198 of I Only Like Their Old Stuff, the podcast where we answer the question, what's the hype? I'm J-Ho, and uh, with me is Groove. Uh-huh. <laughs> you nailed it that time. That was a good one. That was the best. Speaking of speaking of stuff that wasn't funny to begin with. <laughs> you haven't given up on it, though. I appreciate that. It's funnier to me. Yeah. If, if these people that choose to continue to listen to this podcast think for a, a, a second that this is for them. No. It's absolutely not. Absolutely not. For us, what's up? What's up? How you doing? I'm busy. Okay. All right. Yeah. All right. Well. <laughs> Look at this guy. He's I'm busy. leaving. I'm leaving tonight. I'm leaving on a jet plane. Actually, I'm I'm just driving. Uh, <laughs> what it's convenient. It's the fr- I'm going to the Masters National Championships. You going to the Masters? And- Green jacket? <laughs> <laughs> That's not for two more weeks. It's, it's only in, Phil- in like just outside of Philadelphia, so I can drive this time, which is great. Well, this is a weightlifting Masters. Yeah, weightlifting Masters. Well, ca- why is it called the Masters? Out. Is it is it for older competitors or? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just like in most other Olympic sports, when you turn thirty-five, they have a separate division called Masters. Yeah, so in, in surf kayaking, our Masters division is forty and up. But surprisingly Ours, enough, yeah. it's the biggest. It's the biggest division in surf kayaking, which not does not bode well for the future of surf kayaking. But it's by I far saw those people that were listening to Candlebox. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Silver chair. Did you vote in that thing? In your so yeah, let's let's lay the tell the listeners what you were what you're talking about. I mean, I feel like every listener except for Josh Gray. Excuse me, that's not a real name. That's a pseudonym. I'll cut that out. I'll put a marker right here. <laughs> Don't cut that out. Nobody cares about him. 
But I feel like everybody but him is probably already knows. Okay. Because everybody that I mean, I don't know, but in case you don't know, the other day I I had an idea about like what is a market correction band. If we think about a market correction as like a new product is introduced and it completely, you know, eliminates the need for the original product, or if two products exist and they're basically the same and the market chooses one rather than the other, that's kind of a market correction. I don't know. I could be wrong. All right. But Bill Simmons used to talk about this a lot with actors. He'd be like, oh, this actor was a market correction for that actor. Because this actor was like, you know, what? and I can't think of any examples right now. Yeah. But, um, like, what was the kid that Tom Holling... Tom that played Spider-Man. Be like him and Timothy Chalamet. Okay. Okay. Right. And we're like, if Timothy Chalamet goes on to have this big career, but, but this kid, Tom only did like the Spider-Man movies. They're both kind of like fair skinned. Um, not don't have a lot of muscle mass. They're, they're thin, young looking men, right? Wafy men. Yeah. Yeah. Let's just call them twinks. So they, (laughs) They're Twinkie. Yeah, they, they are. are Twinkie. You're right. You're right. Yeah. Yeah. So if one of them has a big career and the other one doesn't. So it has to be that there's two things and one of them succeeds and the other one does not. It doesn't have to be that one succeeds and the other doesn't. But it was kind of like these two bands function the same and sound basically the same. And I want to know whether or not one of them market corrected for the other. So you did this. So I, you did is you you had to set of polls on fate on Instagram where you paired two bands together and you had people vote and but you didn't say what we were supposed to vote on. I assumed it was who who you liked better. I didn't. I don't. I mean, honestly, I didn't really care because the only one that I thought of that I thought was a really really good example of it was the first one, which is Third Eye Blind and and um, Our Lady Peace. Like to me, they're the same band. But yet nobody, nobody listens to Our Lady Peace anymore. No, they, I, I, I know that one Blind song of theirs, but I don't know. But I, I can tell you 15 Third Eye Blind songs that I've listened to in the past Absolutely. two years. You know, And that was one of the most lopsided polls. It was like 18% Our Lady Peace. Right. There was a couple other and ones I, I thought were a, interesting. There were others that were lopsided. Zombies and, and Sinead O'Connor. Zombies. The cranberries. cranberries. Sorry. See the <laughs> fucking song. The zombies my is brain. God damn it. Uh, Zombie. The cranberries versus uh, Sinead O'Connor. I didn't see that one. Yeah, that is. What? There's your. I didn't see this. It was Sinead O'Connor versus cranberries. Yeah. You. Oh. Oh. I didn't see that one. Oh, interesting. Interesting. What do you mean interesting? Well, it's just I would have thought that you would have, you know, seen all of the slides of my story oh, that you would have okay. cared well, about me i did i there, that one wasn't up yet you must have been in the process of making that one well yesterday i posted the results of every single one with okay. my own commentary well, on it so i welcome you and invite you to maybe get to know me a little bit maybe right. act like you care next time okay well i did message you several comments about it um <laughs> i don't i don't know if i agree with that comparison of those pairing Sinead o'connor with cranberries i feel like it's a little Oh, there's well, a better comparison. I mean, but those, there were some of the other ones that were I, I agreed with. Like I, I told you I, I refused to vote in the what Goo, Goo Goo Dolls versus Matchbox 20. Matchbox 20. 
famously i I, dis- yeah. I dislike both of those bands but that was a famously, good yeah. that was a good matchup uh that was famously you like you di- you you dislike both of those bands so much that you refuse to watch the rest of the poll yeah i just turn it off and fuck this <laughs> goo goo dolls was the first concert i ever went to uh, surprisingly will you can you give me some iris right now some, uh, <laughs> no i'm not no, no, I don't even remember how that song goes. I can't remember how it goes. Know, and people yeah. been talking about Iris, and I'm like, well, I'm not gonna pull it up. Yeah, you know what well, I mean. Did, but like, run I kind of want to know what it sounds like. Never coming back, right? Is that Iris? No, that's Soul that's Asylum. That's Soul Asylum, isn't it? Yeah, so yeah, that's yeah, a, yeah. you I could have paired them with. You could have paired Soul Asylum with Goo Goo Dolls. You could have made there your own, go. and I wouldn't have watched it just like you. Why are you being such a hater? I'm just trying to discuss this with you. Um, I don't know. Hold I feel on, like hold those on. two. I feel like the fact that I confuse those two means that they could have been paired together. There's um, a lot of so okay. So if you really want to break it down, what it was like for me, like it started out with that one, Third Eye Blind and Our Lady Peace, and I was like, yeah. wow, that's really something. And I think to be honest, Goo Goo Dolls and Matchbox Twenty was a better pairing, which was the second pairing because they were only separated by like three votes. Yeah. So what's better, a separation of just like a wide margin of like 80% separation or... Well, I don't know what your end goal 100%. is for the, the project or whatever. Like, what are you trying to determine? Are these, are these the same band? Well, that's a different... That, that frame, that's framed a little different than how you originally presented this. But I, I, I get it, yeah. No, it's not. I mean, you have like Matchbox 20 had a lot more hits though than uh, Goo Goo Dolls, but... I mean, I think most people answered it, which is with just like, who do I like better? Right. Yeah. Which is not the wrong. I mean, that's, yeah, of course, fine. that's, it's, that's, that's I mean, I, see, like, I didn't give any context. I didn't want to put too many rules. And a lot of people said like, oh, I didn't vote on this one because I didn't know the bands well enough. And then other people were like, oh, I really hate this one band, but I don't know the other band well enough to vote for it. So I just didn't vote, which was a really interesting way. Like, I really enjoyed hearing what people had to say about, like, their own rules for how they voted or didn't vote. Yeah. And then I also had, um, I had a ton of people message me, like, other pairings. Mm. And it was clear that we were not on the same page. You're like, why, why, y'all, y'all go to the opera and try to sing along? What's, what's up with that? Oh my God, dude. The number of people that told me, like, oh, you should do this and you should do that. You should do, you should do 90s era rap. Yeah. Like, I had three people tell me, do rap next. And I was like, look, y'all, Jay-Z and Nas don't sound the same. No, that's the thing is, like, these are all bands that are, if they're not derivative of each other, they're, they were latching onto a a genre, a scene, a thing that was popular. A lot of the bands you listen to this were, like, post-grunge alternative yeah. stuff. So it was like, yeah. we got to cash in on this grunge thing. But bring me bring me your bands and they that's how you get you know which some of those bands are really good you know they can't but like stone temple pilots is a direct like product of yeah hey there's and they caught a lot of flack for that in their career that they were like you know oh you're just alice in chains but you know more more radio friendly i don't know who you, uh, who's who you alice in chains but better i mean yeah i guess so <laughs> i do like alice in chains did you pair those two together is that the pair of that? And I got yeah. a ton of hot, uh, a ton of hate. I got, I got those two together, 
It was crazy. There was that pairing, which was Alice in Chains and Stone Temple Pilots. Yeah. And tons and tons of people DM me and was like, how dare you put Stone Temple Pilots alongside Alice in Chains, right? Tons of people defending Alice in Chains on Team Alice in Chains. Right. And then I paired, I paired Cake and Butthole Surfers, and just as many people slid in my DM saying, Cake is the worst band of all time. <laughs> Delete anyone in your friends list that votes for Cake. Fuck Cake. Cake is the worst band of all, you know, all this yeah, kind of yeah. shit. So it was like people defending Alice in Chains on Team Alice in Chains, and then just like people attacking Cake. Right. What yeah. is your? Where are you at on Cake? Because I I was a little surprised at how many people, how many people said Cake was the worst band of all time. I'm not on that train. I I don't. I never got into. I never. They never appealed to me. I'm like okay, like that uh, distance song is like that's fine. Sure. Yeah. That's fine. It was just I've never like I was. It was never a time where I was like I got to get that Cake album. You know what I mean? <laughs> like, but I'm they're okay. All right, you know some people like really rode hard for cake though. Um, I would say another band. You yeah, could, I think another band you could have fedoras. <laughs> they are. I think you could have paired uh, presidents of the United States of America with cake, maybe too. You know, quirky, weird, same sort of like we're doing weird. Yeah, but the shit, but... but the sound wasn't. They didn't sound the same. Yeah, they, they, they had didn't... that like real poppy alternative sound. Get the dog. How generic do you want to get? Cake was a baritone reading slam poetry over a bass driven line. Yeah. Presence of the United States of America was like a, a soprano type sound over a guitar with three strings that was like really driving. I mean, I just yeah, say they're that, I think they're function the same. They function the same. They function the same. They exist in the same space for me as far as like, you know. This is the this is this is it, man. Yeah. We have reached peak two white guy podcast. Yes. We're debating yeah. presidents of the United yeah. States of America and cake. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Well, so long as we're yeah. self aware. Now, I, I think that if you if you did the poll, I, what I would suggest is like if you were going to do the poll again, I would say you would tell people don't think about it too long, just vote. And so it's like. Some of the band for me, it was some of the bands were like, I like this one better, and some of the bands were like, I just think this is the the one it's supposed to be, you know. I, I went <laughs> yeah, fast, you know what yeah. I mean? You know what I'm saying? It's like, no, nah, I, I think understand. this one should be here. And the people that criticize you about comparing like Pearl Jam to Alice in Chains, it's not like that's not like a quality statement. Like this one's the same quality as this or whatever. Which I would argue that like I think that Stone Temple Pilots is better than people give them credit for, but. Most people would say that Alice in Chains is the more like genuine like artist of those two, I think. But like it, it they do exist. Like I said, they exist in the same space, you know. I don't think Alice in Chains is more artistry. They just have a better singer. I um, and yeah. I think Scott Weiland is fucking king. But like, you can't beat the voice. Lane um, Staley had such a unique voice. Very yeah. I don't know, but, but like really that's where it stops. I mean, all I ever listened to with respect to that is just, um, uh, what is it? Uh, the Unplugged, MTV Unplugged, yeah. Alice in Chains, like that yeah. shit. That rocks. Anyway, whatever. Yeah. Uh, if you if you didn't get to check this out, if you go on my Instagram and check the story highlights, I've got every, I've got all the polls up and then I've got all the results up and my commentary on them and some other stuff that people started DMing me like, Somebody DM me a picture of them hanging out with, with Guster. 
Somebody else. Pictures of them hanging out. Yeah, <laughs> somebody sent me a picture of them hanging out with Rob Thomas. Yeah, my 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 sworn uh, enemy, Rob Thomas. And then other people. I had three different people DM me this like this like music festival that has like all these people in it. Yeah. <laughs> basically everybody yeah, and they like band. they're like oh, i've started getting targeted ads for this now that <laughs> you're an influencer now you're an influencer yeah basically i'm a content creator well, who did you pair nice nails with two yeah that's a good comparison that's a good one i picked nice nails with yeah this, but... yeah what was the one that i, I said i wouldn't it. vote i wouldn't vote for i refused to vote for it was it the goo goo dolls matchbox 20 or i think it was yeah, yeah. there was another one that i had a problem with too to be honest with you, I got, I got, I got over 150 DMs on that. Yeah, but my DMs so are like, less important. So, well, my slides aren't important enough for you to check well, all. Of I did, them, so. I, I'm not, I'm not perpetually on Instagram. Yeah, well, I get on there when you message me, and otherwise, I don't look at it because I, I get to I, you. I get to you. I care about your DMs. So. You were mad that people did people. Did people? Oh no! Third Eye Blinds is the one you ride hard for, so it won. So you were happy. I wouldn't. I, I honestly, you didn't have a. I did. You didn't have a. I didn't care. Agenda. You just wanted to see. Yeah, and I did. I didn't even go to see like who voted for what. Yeah. Because to be honest with you, if like if it was a poll where like fifteen people voted, I would have made jokes. Yeah. Right. But I had over a hundred votes on every yeah. poll, so like I'm not gonna go look at all that. Like, let's just yeah. let the fucking let's just let's let's let democracy work. I will say you didn't pair these two, but fam- famously that time I uh, went to uh, I've used famously way too much this episode. That time I went to the uh, I went to the Third Eye Blind concert, and that lady was screaming unironically, "I love you, Rob Thomas!" The whole show. Yeah, I love you, Rob Thomas. From behind, I was just dying laughing the whole time. Uh, <laughs> Uh, this, I, oh my god! I had a a couple bands that I just didn't feel like I couldn't pair with anybody else. I, it was the Smashing Pumpkins. It was bands of that era that I just feel like didn't have like a doppelganger. Um, yeah, because like Pearl Jam and and Soundgarden would be a match, right? Maybe that's close. But I got a friend that loves Pearl Jam more than I've ever loved anything in my <laughs> life. Yeah, and then I I DM'd her and I was like. I'm going to leave Pearl Jam off this. Yeah. You know, like, I'm just not going to, I just don't want to give her a I think that would be a respectful pairing, though, those two, because I think they are. That's as close, I think so. I think that's as close as you get, Soundgarden and Pearl Jam, because you got Chris Cornell and Eddie Vedder. But, yeah, who who do you pair Smashing Pumpkins with? There's not really you? Who do you you pair Red Hot Chili Peppers with? You can't. And that's not a statement you, on like what quality they are or anything. They just are what they are. They are a unique thing. That's singular. Separate, yeah, They're you know, singular. You got to give yeah. them credit for that. Nirvana, same thing. Yeah. I think I think maybe Foo Fighters could go with somebody. Uh, you can't pair Rage Against the Machine with anybody. No. No, you can't. The other one is is like Green Day. I think is most similar. You could pair them with Blink One Eighty Two, where they both kind of start. A little bit more punk, and then yeah. they become more and more mall punk or pop punk as they go. Yeah, you could pair those. Two and I think if you if you do, people Green Day wins. I think. I don't know. People ride hard for Blink One Eighty Two. Yeah, but that's like seven of them. Uh, you know how many people love American those, Idiot? The, the tickets for that show were a gazillion dollars. So, 
the I Blink One Eighty Two show. Yeah, and I didn't hear anything about the prices of any Green Day show the past ten years. So, dude, I got a friend going up to. She's flying to Milwaukee, Wisconsin, for a Harley Davidson anniversary party, where Blink One Eighty Two and Green Day are headlining. <laughs> wow. That doesn't seem so, like your Harley Davidson pairing, but uh, or bands, but uh, they, fam- well, but once again, I'll use famously. Famously, Harley Davidson had a surprise concert one time for their last, what, like twenty. What, what is this one? Thirtieth anniversary? No, I don't know. Seventieth anniversary now or something probably. Sure. For like their fiftieth anniversary or something, they had a surprise. They did a music festival and it was a surprise guest, and it was Elton John, and everybody booed and walked out at the Harley Davidson show and it was it was Elton fucking John. Now this no was 20 way. years ago or something, so, you know, I think Elton John didn't have the same reverence at the time, you know, that he does he wasn't, now. He wasn't a sir yet? Yeah. But yeah, they it was <laughs> there's yeah, man, it but was it was an after deal. Honky Chateau, so uh, those people can go fuck like, themselves. How dare you? Um, this yeah. man made honky chateau. <laughs> yeah, and they, they, yeah, they people were walking out and booing. It was a huge PR disaster for them. Um, what a fuck! Isn't that what wild? A, what Wait, a bunch of fucking assholes! How 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 privileged? How blessed would you be if you were at a festival and they're like, "Oh, we got a special guest coming up," and it was Elton John, and he did a whole set of all his hits. Like, how hyped would you be? I would just be like, "Oh my god, this is amazing." Ah. I mean, I told somebody three years ago, four years ago, I would, I have not cried because somebody's come on stage before. Yeah. And it was, it was a week before Dolly Parton came on stage as a surprise at Newport Folk Festival. Yeah. And I openly wept. Yeah. You know what yeah. I mean? I might do the same for him. For, yeah. Same here. I've, I've never. If I was taken by surprise. Like, yeah. That's some. And thing. then, you know what I'd do after that? After I got done crying? Walk out. I'd boo and walk out. <laughs> <laughs> that, 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 you just can't give up, give up your hater ways. Yeah, you, you gotta. You gotta. You gotta you, you, you if you're gotta. gonna show them a little bit of vulnerability, you gotta re-raise on top of that. Yeah. I don't really like Elton John. I no. I was crying about. I was crying about something else. I was crying about something that happened yesterday. Yeah. Fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> Just, just weeping as these things rocket, man. <laughs> You're just trying to boo in between singing yeah. the lyrics. Yeah, that gives me an idea. I think you could do a similar pairing or uh, market correction thing for movies. You know? Yeah, I mean, I, I might, I might, I might go somewhere with it. I, you know, my boy was like, "Yo, man, you do this, do this, do this." I was like, "How about you do it?" Yeah. How about you make a spend half a day? Well, I'm not these telling you to do it. I'm just saying it, it's interesting. Yeah, what would it? What you're talking about, like, um, um, when Hollywood was making two competing versions of the same movie there in the late '90s. What's the one with uh, Pierce Brosnan? Volcano and, and uh, Saint uh, yeah. Helena's or something. What was it? Something like that. Yeah, Volcano is obviously the one I remembered. So. Um, yeah, you had a. Uh, well, I was the, the, I was thinking uh Bohemian Rhapsody and uh, the Queen biopic came out pretty close together and a very similar like. You know what my pick uh, would be? Out of those two. Wayne's World. Wayne's World. That's the best. At Wayne's World paired against what? Either one of those Queen documentary 
style. I, I meant to say movies. Queen in the Elton John one. You know, it was the Queen one in the Elton Oh, John Rocket one. Man. So, Rocket Man, which I would choose Rocket Man yeah. over Bohemian Rhapsody all day. Uh, uh, every time. Yeah, it's so good. That Bohemian Rhapsody movie sucked, and Rocket Man was actually it really did. It, it, that Bohemian Rhapsody movie rode real, got really lucky with its hype. <laughs> that, that, it rode those hype fumes until they just died out, and now that movie looks like absolute shit. And that, that and Rocket Man, Rocket Man's a really creative way to do a, a music biopic. You know, yeah, that's yeah. the that's what makes it good. Is because we've seen enough of the biopics. Let's get some. Can we? Yeah, can we do well, something different here? Walk hard, kind of. <laughs> walk hard, kind of ruined music biopics. Like it's like wait, now you got to do something different. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. Specifically, yeah. walk hard. Not I'm not talking about walk the line. I'm talking about the comedy. Just kind of like you know, made a parody walk out of it. So. Yeah, I think you could do. Yeah, there's probably I don't know. Maybe there's not enough of those kind of movies that. But it's almost like a nebulous thing. It's almost like like I said, they just kind of exist in the same area. You know, like I don't know. Yeah, no, I hear you. I hear you. I mean, I, I'd like, I mean, it is a fun, I think it's easier to do with actors. Yeah. You know. Yeah, like, like Paul Rudd, who would be Paul Rudd's pair? Like, do you pair, do you pair Paul Rudd and Tom Hanks? They're, they're, t- they're two different generations. That doesn't no, work, you can't right? Do that. But, no, the, you but, can't the, but there's a thing that you could, there's an argument you could make for those two being in that same space, you know? Well, you can say that that's a whole different thing. It's yeah. like, who is the spiritual descendant of Tom Hanks? Right. Is it Paul Rudd or is it, yeah, you know, whoever else? Yeah. All right. Now we've, now they're asleep. So now okay. that they're asleep, All let's right. get to these questions. I don't care what, the, I don't care about the audience anymore. <laughs> um, let me pull up my notes. What is, uh, well, what's the hype? Like Chris, Chris, the what's the guy in the Captain America movie? Chris Helms? No, uh, no, it's Chris Pine, right? No, it's not Chris Pine. <laughs> it's not Chris at all. It's Chris Pine. Yeah, it is. The Captain America? Yeah. No, who who played Captain America? It's uh, he played. Be careful. <laughs> Be careful. Why? Why can I not remember this person's name? Chris Evans, you're right. It was Chris. Chris, Chris yeah. Evans. I know yeah. I was right. I know all I was right. All right, all right. You were right. Chris Evans. Yeah. Okay. Look in the camera when what, you say I was right. You're right. You're right. <laughs> what was what 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 about Chris Evans? I was thinking well, I was thinking like you could have Chris Evans and Chris Hemsworth as almost as market corrections, except the two yeah. of them got their own franchises, basically. You know, but yeah. you've got like big, muscular, blonde, blue eyed guy. Who yeah. which one of them is gonna wind up being cast in the more iconic roles that one's a tough one too i would say that chris evans is a better actor chris hemsworth all day he's more popular like he's yeah he's had more i mean he's had a lot of shitty movies but he's had more more movies and more work yeah depends on how we define success what do you want you you need to get back in my lap again come on i'm talking to the cat all right what's the hype Damn, dude. Um, you weren't ready. 
You well, said, I've got my notes, but I... And then you were like, all right, you, oh, oh I could, how could I have foreseen that you would ask this question? <laughs> <laughs> I didn't think you were going to smash cut to it. I thought Damn. you were going to sag into it. I saw Goose for the 15th and 16th time <laughs> last weekend. Where, where, where did you go? At the Capitol Theater in Port Chester, New York. Okay. About a two-hour drive. Um, the Capitol Theater is... Made famous by the Grateful Dead. Theater. And yeah. Everybody in this town has kind of like adopted the identity of like the spiritual homeland of Grateful Dead. Why? And what makes it? And because they played there like so often. Oh, okay. And uh, it's just a heady town. And at yeah. one point on Friday night, I look over at the firefighter. In a khakis and a polo shirt. <laughs> right? Yeah. And I look at the fire emblem on his breast. Yeah. It's got that, you know, like the four star, like a cross type, you know, the big badge. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. The, the fire and on the badge. Insi- yeah, on the inside of the firefighter badge is a, a steal your face logo. <laughs> That's a very specific market. Firefighters who are into the Grateful Dead. No, man, that's the town's fire. The logo. town, the official. Do, do they have to like license that from the Grateful Dead to do that? I don't know how they got wow. that license, but it is like all the firemen have it. That's crazy. That just like a band playing in a place that many times would cause them to just identify with that. But, well, um, it's not a band. Come on, it's the greatest American <laughs> rock and roll band. It's the band. worst band to ever exist. Yes, you're right. It's the greatest it is, band it is remarkable, in the history of the yeah, universe. Nah. Yeah, it's truly really remarkable <clears throat> that they would bestow upon this town such a gift. Oh, uh, okay. You know, it's to have played there. Yeah. I've never heard of that town, so. <laughs> well, you ain't never heard of the Grateful Dead either. So, they, so, anyway, so it's kind of a rite of passage for a lot of bands to do like a couple nights in a row in this theater do like a five night stand and goose did a five night stand i did not go to all the nights i just went friday and saturday night Uh, not a real fan yeah barely a fan oh man speaking of oh my god 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 i finally came to me uh this ate me up and i didn't have anybody to you know i told sydney about it but like you know God, I'm so angry right now. Just remembering this. You're going to love it. So, the uh, do you know what a spinner is? A spinner. No. Not in the right. context well, you're you, talking about. If you go to one of these concerts with a bunch of hippies, there are people called spinners who just dance in a circle okay. all night. Okay. Right? They're like the whirling dervishes in yeah. Sufism. And it's really annoying, (laughs) right? right? It's just fucking annoying. It's like, but the older I get, the more I'm like, don't be annoyed by it, David. Just let it be. (laughs) It's just really annoying when you're trying to navigate through it. Yeah. You know what I mean? To get to the vendor, get to the bathroom, whatever. You're like, it's like an extreme sport. You have to dodge and duck and dive and dip and whatever. So on Friday night, we get there and we go, you know, we go to the show and 
the, there's also there's pe the pe people that talk too much during a concert are referred to as chompers in this yeah. community. Okay. And we were surrounded by people yeah. that were more interested in talking to each other than listening to the music. And I was getting a little bit upset by it. Yeah. So at set break, I move. I'm like, let's go. And we move forward. Did you give him the half turn and then give him the full turn? Like Joey, I gave him, I gave him the Jesus Christ. <laughs> I looked at them and you said, really Jesus, said Jesus Christ. Christ. Yeah. I said, Jesus yeah. Christ. Like as in our Lord and savior, yeah. white American gun toting Jesus yeah. Christ. What? You know what I'm saying? Yeah. The, yeah. Right in their the, face. What is wrong with you? Yeah. It's See, this bitch, that bitch, this motherfucker over uh, here, yeah, whatever the yeah, fuck. Yeah. That my, yeah. This guy, that guy, this bitch right here, and that motherfucker over yeah, there. Yep, it's totally. They were all concert, there on Friday every night. Concert is right? that way, yeah. So, so we <sighs> moved during set break because it's general admission. You know, everybody goes to the bathroom. We just walk up about fifteen feet. We are in the middle of the most mollied out group of ten dudes that are more interested in touching each other and talking to each other. Now it started out. I was like, "Oh, great! This is a great change because they're they're dancing." Yeah, they're in. But then they started just like giving each other back rubs and talking to each other, and because there were ten of them, they surrounded us, and so they were reaching across my face <laughs> to touch each other. And I was like, "Am I about? I'm I'm gonna be honest with you. I don't know how this is gonna sound. <clears throat> it was my impression that they were gay. Okay. And so that's why I didn't like." I felt like I didn't have the right to to like be mean to them. Right. Yeah. It was my own like sensitivity to like wanting to be an alley that I wasn't like You're trying to be what the fuck, bro, you know? Like like put like they were like I wanted to like put my hands on them and move them away yeah. because they were reaching right across my body like constantly. Yeah. Just like they were really not sober. Yeah, yeah. You yeah, know? Yeah. Um, it did, it did eventually by the third, you know, the final third of the second set, like we maneuvered enough that most of them were on one side. Yeah. So like it wound up being okay. But in the beginning I was like, what are these college dudes doing? Like these all like frat dudes. And then as I was like paying more attention, I was like, wait, I think they're gay. Like, I think this is, I was like, well, good for you. Like goose fit. Like, come yeah. on dudes. You know what I mean? Yeah. And then I was like, you won't shut up. And you're no better or no worse than any other chomper who's getting in my way. Let's just watch this concert, can we? Can we just watch this concert and dance, you know? But I really, I was, I was super, I was like really angry. I was like angry about it. And yeah. I was like, God, man, like don't let them ruin your night, you know? So I got over it. It was only about 10 or 15 minutes. Yeah. But all this to say that so on night two, <clears throat> got there earlier. Went over to one of the sides, went over to the left side. As, as some would know, it's Trev's side, right? Okay. <clears throat> and um, we sit down because we get there at like 7 o'clock. Doors are at 7, shows at 8, but everybody knows the show's not going to start till 8.30. So yeah. people don't really show up till about 7.45, 8 o'clock anyway. But we got there early. Girl got really close, you know? And these two, we sit down, and these two women come up and sit down beside us. And they look nice. I love striking up a conversation with a stranger. You know I love that. Yeah. I love a stranger. Yeah. 
So they're like, yeah, we, we're spinners. So we like to, you know, keep as much space as possible. And I was like, immediately strike one, you know? I was like, oh, cool. Well, do you like, you like Goose? You like coming to their concerts? Like, oh, yeah, 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 I love it. Like, cool. How many? 20. I've been in 20 shows. I was like, oh, wow, that's oh. really cool. That's not good. I love that for you, you know? Yeah. And she said, what about you? I was like, I think tonight's 16. Which ones have you been to? And I started listening. She's like, yeah, I've been to every one of those. Okay. And, I was, and I looked at her dead in the face. I said, I don't think this is a competition. <laughs> I was like, I'm not sure. I don't think it's a competition. And she, like, you could see that she felt like she's like, I'm, I just, I get that way. I feel like I have to. And I was like, I don't need that at all. She was like, this is my enti the entirety of my personality is what this is right here, so I have to defend it. Um, yeah, it was nuts, uh, man. Yeah. It's nuts. The, the, yeah, you're totally right. The more it's a part of their identity, the more competitive it becomes. So it's <laughs> yeah. just like, geez. That's the thing that, like, that whole, like, I mean, over the past 10 years, the whole EDM festival thing has become a, you know, a big deal. And mm. as someone who's a DJ and, you know, I'm, connected to that community in some way even though i don't play those kind of shows you know but those are the people that come out and want to hear, talk to you about djing stuff like that it's such a like it's such a thing it's just like my whole personality is going to follow bass nectar or something you know and it's like yeah well, all right that's fine but like damn like that's all of it that's the all everything you got that's all you got huh uh-huh yeah like, okay sure yeah, I'm not gonna shit on it, but like, I don't know what we have to talk about. Like, you know. Yeah, yeah. I it's different yeah, when you're you totally like the right. Music, but yeah, I got a buddy of mine. He's a normal dude. He's the most normal dude I yeah. may have ever known in my entire life. And he's seen Dave Matthews Band over fifty times. <laughs> wow! But you wouldn't know it. Yeah, he does. It's not his, his, his identity. Yeah. He just he just goes to a couple of concerts a year. Yeah. And he's been doing it since he was probably 16 years old. Yeah. And it's him and his brother and they go to concerts and Yeah, that's a different different thing. You I don't, don't know. you don't have to like it doesn't have to be It's kind of it can be exhausting. It's like all right, we get it. And I'm I'm on the edge, you know what I mean? I'm pretty insufferable just as a person. You are and then, uh, a person, but that's yeah. a separate. That's but a different add in the fact thing. that, you know, I mean, don't get me wrong. Look, when, when I hit 35, 40, 50 shows, maybe I'll become a little bit more like, oh, oh, well, good for you. You've 10 shows. You've changed. Yeah. You've changed. I'm trying to change. I, I think it's cool to be into things. Like, it is cool to be, if, to be into stuff. I'm fine with that. Even stuff I don't like. There's people that I'm like, all right, you're into that. That's cool. But. It's, uh, I guess it's like when people are aggressive with it, you know, I'm like, all right. <laughs> There's a guy who has a podcast about Goose that's not good. <laughs> and I've, I saw him in December when I went and yeah. he was, so we were right behind the mother of the keyboardist. Yeah. And he was to the left and he kept like, he. Talk, trying to talk to her, trying to be her best friend. Oh, and, no. and he was like name dropping all the different stuff that he's like tangentially related to because he has a podcast with yeah. all these other people. 
and it really annoyed me. Like I couldn't help but like stare at the train wreck. You know what I mean? Yeah. Because like there's to me there's nothing more annoying than a sick fan. Yeah, yeah. And and we <clears> got in there on Friday night, and Sydney looks at me and she goes, "Hey, look to your right." It's a podcast guy again. <laughs> and it fucking that's what that's what started out my night. Yeah. Like he wouldn't stop talking the whole he was like trying to call out the songs before everybody else. And the thing that really annoyed me, this is so I'm so embarrassed to let this stuff annoy me, is he would like sing the lyrics louder than the singer. Mm-hmm. And then during the jam. He would check his phone. Wow. So he was like, I'm going to guess this song before everybody else. I'm going to sing it when it's time to sing louder than anybody else. So everybody knows I know it. Yeah. Yeah. And then when the band is doing the thing that like makes them them. Yeah. I'm going to go back to my phone. Yeah. He's not not about it. He's there to serve a function of gathering content and. It was crazy. It was crazy. Yeah, that, that to would see annoy it. me. Like, I, I, I am a person that is easily like I. If people are crunching popcorn in the movie theater, I'm just taken out of the experience. Like I am hypersensitive to everything. So when people talk at a concert, I am just like, "Can you please shut the fuck up?" Like I cannot focus on this at all. Like you are. I can. All I can focus on is your conversation. I cannot make that. I can't flip that switch. You know. I mean, pressure. I I. I'm not the same with respect to like the theater and the popcorn. And that's kind of what I was saying to myself. Like, like you, there's this, there's this director, um, from, I think he's, yeah, he's German. His name is Bertolt Brecht. And uh, I don't know everything about him, but I remember being in, I was, I took a bunch of theater classes in college and stuff. And his big thing was like, you should be reminded that you're in the theater the whole time. Okay. You should be jostled and you should rub elbows and you should know that you're going to experience this thing. Like this is what you're doing. And so that honestly, that is what I had to tell myself like several Mm -hmm. times over the course of that Friday night, which was like, Hey, this is a part of going to the concert. Yeah. Right. Like the, and the thing I, I mean, I may have misspoke earlier when I was talking about like, Oh, I wanted to like push these guys away from me. Like the joke that I was trying to work on there was like, I don't want it to be misinterpreted as like a hate crime, yeah, right? It's right, not because yeah, you're right. gay. It's, it's because bad. you don't know how to behave at this theater. I, you I know? find everyone but equally the, annoying. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah. I, um, but the thing that made Saturday part of what made Saturday so good is because those annoying ass competitive spinners yeah. set up right behind us. So yeah. like for most of the day on Saturday, like, it was great. I was just able to just like groove my own little zone. And these women behind me were like protecting me with like zone yeah, defense. Just, around, just, like, <laughs> just grinding up anybody that came close to them. Just <laughs> bzz, bzz. Yeah. Yeah. We, uh, it, I thought Saturday was like one of my top three most favorite shows I've ever That's been great. to. That's great. Did they play any Grateful Dead songs? No. No. I don't know if that's a thing no. that people do when they play at that place. Um, maybe, and maybe I, I can't remember all the set lists from all five nights. Uh, they played a Bob Seger song, um, and a Phil Collins song. Friday night they played uh, "In Your Eyes," and then on Saturday they played "Hollywood Nights." Ho- yeah, cool. That's cool. Hollywood yeah. Nights. And the- yeah. Yeah. Good. 
in your Funny eyes in your eyes peter gabriel song right not phil collins i said phil yeah, collins right. didn't i yeah it's peter it's, gabriel. they were both in genesis so you get a pass there's another market uh, correction there, yay there you go yeah peter gabriel on <laughs> yeah. tour right now apparently impossible to get tickets for a show um dude so, okay i'm gonna say one more thing before sure. we move on no, go ahead talk about it we're we're doing a this show. person that i know now this is different okay a person that i coach at the gym told me that she has floor 23rd row tickets to taylor smith taylor swift yeah guess how much she could sell those tickets for Two thousand dollars. Two piece. I don't know. Oh, for the whole thing? Either, either way. I don't know. Holy shit. Wow. How did she get them? She just, that's, you know, I guess she got the lottery, won the lottery, whatever. She know. said she goes to Taylor Swift with her family, like it's her cousin and they're yeah. both their moms. Yeah. Every tour. She's like, we've been going every time. I'm not going to sell my tickets. It doesn't matter how much. Well, good for her. That's like, I, but it's eleven thousand. That's crazy. It is. That's that's real money. Yeah. You know, like geez, Louise. Yeah, that is serious. It's, I feel like concerts are trending that way to where it's going to be like I'm not going to be able to go to like mainstream concerts anymore at some point. Well, you wouldn't go to mainstream concert to begin. I wouldn't because I'm you know I got better taste than that. But like, yeah. You know. Hey, I had a, I had another thought about music um, based on the conversation that I was having with some people because somebody was like, I was sitting with a couple of people and somebody DM me and said, you should do Fish versus Dave Matthews Band. And I was like, to me, I was like, they, those, don't, those aren't the same thing. That's, no. that's not the same thing. And somebody said that I was hanging out with said, I've always hated Dave Matthews Band. And I was like, why? He was like, I just, I, I think it's the people around it. I don't, I don't know, but he's a really nice guy and he's like really considerate. Yeah. And I was like, I think most of the hate that comes the way of Dave Matthews band is from people that pay attention to their music taste and care a lot about it. Yeah. And Dave Matthews band gets hated on because they're so easy to like. It's so yeah. easy. It's yeah. digestible. It's like a it's like a sugar wafer, you know? Accessible. And yep. so for you who think that all good things require hard work. Yeah. You can't your pride cannot allow you to enjoy this thing. It's just like immediately enjoyable. Yeah. And that. he was like he was like, fuck. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he, he deconstructed him. Yeah, he's like, I feel really seen right now. <laughs> I like Dave Matthews, man. I would like to go to that show this summer, but it sold the fuck out immediately, the one here in Wilmington. Like, the tickets went on sale, and like five minutes later, they were $1,000 a piece on StubHub. That's crazy, man. Right. We, uh, we we got tickets for this to Hartford and resell, but it, I paid 50 bucks for them. I could, if it, when I could go to see Dave Matthews in Raleigh, and probably yeah. get tickets for twenty five dollars on the when they do the sale for the lawn thing. You know, like the they'll put them on sale like mm -hmm. closer to the show. I could probably do yeah. that on this same tour, but because he's coming to Wilmington, they're a thousand dollars a piece. Like that's it's crazy. just because I don't know. And this video, I wouldn't, I wouldn't pay a thousand bucks, and I wouldn't drive to Raleigh. <laughs> no, I wouldn't. Yeah, either one, either option. No. Yeah. The the venue here is the Wilmington venue is garbage too. It is 
shit. It is a it is a lawn style venue where they did not elevate the lawn at all. So the lawn is completely flat. What? Yeah, so it is just like they won't they they're they they've realized they fucked up and now they're like they won't let you bring certain chairs in because they're too tall. Yeah. So you have to have like chairs that are certain height and stuff. They they planted a tree in the middle of the lawn area, like up near the front. A giant tree. And then that shade. Yeah. And they were like soon after they were like, Oh, we gotta remove this tree. I'm like, You really you think so? (laughs) This blocking ninety percent of the stage? It's giant fucking oak tree? Like, wh- what? Who's in char- yeah. Who gets held accountable for that? Nobody. Uh, you know, and Ticketmaster, you know, swooped in there and, you know, basically Ticketmaster owns our city now. They, they <laughs> fucked up and didn't read the fine print, so yeah, it's a softball. Yeah, so you, you, What's so, your height? So you had a real this guy, that guy, this bitch right here. And that motherfucker over there experience. If you if you want to know the reference of that, listeners, go listen to one of our really old shows. It's probably like four or five or something like that. But uh, I would say that the podcast guy was this guy. Oh, this guy. Yeah. This guy. Yep. Yep. And that guy was the two guys right in front of me that I had to say Jesus Christ to. Yep. Yep. That just kept leaning over to each other. And they're like, the two heads together would block yep. my entire view. Yep. Right, but also those those guys on set too, and then this bitch right here was the spinner. Yeah, you know, and that motherfucker over there was actually the. There was this really sweet couple right in front of us that were just taking fucking just tab after tab of LSD, and he had, he had, he had like paper white hair. Yeah, and bangs yeah and a, bra- a braided ponytail yeah. that went down to the middle of his back yeah. and she was like wearing a leather vest with tassels and they had to be in their like early 60s yeah and they were just they were my favorite people of the whole weekend i just like they just that he had like blue blocker glasses <laughs> on you know <laughs> it's just like yeah. yeah you guys have been you guys have been around you know, yeah. I'm cool. I, it's cool to get to watch you guys dance all night. I'm I'm here for that. That's a, that's a that motherfucker over there in a positive sense. Exactly. Exactly. There. Having more fun. That than motherfucker me. over there. Yeah, he don't care about the spinners. He don't care. No, he don't nah. care. That's the thing. I, most of the time, I really, I gotta tell you, my biggest resolution is to like, just to not worry about. Why I enjoy what I like yeah. or, or like what other people think about it. Just enjoy it. Like, hey, yeah. man, I just enjoy this. Like, and then to try and treat other people the same way. Yeah. Hard for me, but I try. I've, I've made an effort. <laughs> I think it, I think it is hard for you. <laughs> it is. Well, as a, you know, I let people enjoy things, but you know, I enjoy not letting people enjoy things. So what about me? You know, what do I exist in that? What about me? Uh, so my, yeah. my hype, um, so back in the nineties when the Braves were good in the, uh, major league, this baseball, is a great start. Okay. You know, the Braves were great in the nineties, uh, early nineties, you know, they won the world series at some point, you know, there, mm-hmm. uh, my dad was a huge Atlanta Braves fan. He still is. Uh, so I chose to be defiant. I was, you know, teenager at the time chose to be defiant and i chose the pittsburgh pirates to be my team because they were good too and they were they always played against the braves in the playoffs and stuff 
Mm-hmm. And I got real into that was the most I've gotten into sport like professional sports. Uh, the only other time I got that into it was when we were following the Celtics during that uh 2008 era. You know the, the yeah. big, big three yeah. era of the Celtics. That's that was how, actually the first year of the NBA. Yeah, exactly. That's the first year the NBA yeah. existed. Uh, that that's the only. I mean, I've been into sports uh, otherwise, watching football and stuff like that. But I've never been that invested as I was during that time with the Pittsburgh Pirates. And you know, listening to them on the radio, we would go to see the 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 games when they would come to Atlanta. Um. Being a Pittsburgh, so I've always been a Pittsburgh Pirates fan, just randomly Pittsburgh Pirates fan, right? And uh, yeah. I, I've stayed a Pittsburgh Pirates fan over the years, which is difficult because the Pirates suck. They are bad. They are always bad, you know? Uh, and I started working with this, uh, one of the my clients, I, I, I do designs for, a, a, it's called com, and they do uh, Pittsburgh-based products, like, Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, inspired. yeah I think I probably talked about it on the show before. I asked you for some advice. On some we talked about stuff. it on the phone for sure. Okay, yeah. So anyway, I yeah. designed these Pittsburgh products for this site. Like I do these T-shirts and stuff for them, and uh, with sayings from the area and stuff like that, and homages to their sports and things. So that's it's it's my buddy Keith that does does that. So Keith has decided like he wants to kind of go. He wants me to go to Pittsburgh with him to kind of check it out and and i've never been to pittsburgh to like see some of the local culture and stuff and like get some ideas for shirts and things and see the different areas and see a lot of these landmarks that i've done shirts on and stuff and go take a bunch of pictures to use as reference for for designs and so we're going to go to opening day of the pittsburgh pirates which i never in my life you know i'm not a huge baseball fan but as a kid i was a huge baseball fan and I like yeah. baseball. Uh, I like watching it in person better than watching it on TV or anything. I I would never have thought that I would go to an opening day. And yeah. we were going to go to – we're going to stay right there by the stadium. We're going to go to opening day. And uh, the hype is – the most hype part of it is there's this player named Andrew McCutcheon, Kutch, who played for the Pirates mm-hmm. for like a long time, like almost a decade. And then they traded him away. And it was really sad because it was like this guy should have been here his whole career. Um, and he re-signed with them this this year, so it's going to be his his homecoming after being gone for like three years or something. And uh, so it's going to be crazy, you know. And uh, it's going to be a cool experience, I think. And so yeah, he's 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 we're we're flying up there and we're going to go to the the go to the the game and it's just he's he's covering it and it's going to be a business expense basically. So. That's that's awesome. Yeah, that's awesome. I'm ex- I'm really excited about. It. I think it's gonna be really cool. You know, like I'm legitimately. We're gonna go see the Andy Warhol Museum up there, and we're gonna go to the the Mr. Rogers statue and and all that star stuff too. So we're only going for a couple days, but uh, it's I think it's gonna be fun. So yeah, that'd be great. I just think going to a game like that on opening day is you know even though it's the Pirates and they're always terrible, it'll be fun. They're playing the yeah, White, but the White it's Sox. it's just so happens to be your team too, though. Yeah, you know, yeah, and it's a it's a cultural touchstone. Opening day is a th- it's a you know like an American yeah thing that you like think about you'll it. be a little bit less of a poser oh, after well, yeah well you know when I went to opening day, what what year oh, oh you know well it doesn't matter it's, yeah. Yes, yeah, so I'm excited about that. Um, that's my hype. Yeah, that that would be yeah. I, yeah. I believe that. So what's your what's your um, not the hype? 
I don't have any not the hype. I'm trying to keep it positive, you know what I'm saying? Oh, really? He seemed like yeah, not I'm... the hype was the people at the concert. So. You weren't no, I didn't there. plan on talking that much about that, you know? No, let, uh, let the hate flow through you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't have any other. Well, I mean, I don't want. No, I don't want to complain. I'm okay. gonna keep it keep it positive. I do want to complain. Great. I've got something to say about daylight savings time. My <laughs> night the hype is daylight savings time. Daylight savings time, which I don't know if we're on it or off it or what the fuck. What is it? When is it on? When is it off? Like we're on it now. Is that what we're on it? No, we're off it now. I don't. I know. think we're on daylight we're savings on it. time. We went... Anyway, the change happened this weekend. No, we're not. I don't know. Yeah, who? Yeah, see, part of the problem there. The change yep. happened this weekend, and like I swear they they decided to do that like Saturday during the day or something. They're like, we're gonna go ahead and switch it tonight. Isn't it? Is it a week early or something? I don't know. I, this is the first time in my whole life that it wasn't like a three week build up. So you know daylight savings time's coming. So you better get yeah, ready. Here for comes it. Day, daylight savings uh, coming. It's gonna mess up your sleep schedule. I woke up Sunday morning and realized that we had we had gone into the future. You know, <laughs> and I was like, why do I feel like shit? And I'm like, oh yeah, daylight savings time happened. So between that and the pollen, I am just wrecked this week. I am exhausted. My throat is sore. I don't think I'm sick, but I've just got like the pollen drain going on. And then I am, it, it is, it takes me like two months to get adjusted to the time change. So, well, you and all the parents of little kids that I know. Yeah. Which part of this, the part of the argument for keeping it is that so kids won't have to stand at the bus stop in the dark or some shit. And I'm like, is that serious? Yeah, that was that's always been part of the argument. Well, if we change it, then there's going to be a time in the in the year. If we get rid of it, there'll be a time in the year where the kids it'll be dark at 7 a.m. and they'll have to stand in the dark at the bus stop. I'm like, well, give them kids some flashlights. They'll be all right. <laughs> give them some flashlights. Yeah. So anyway. Well, I don't know. I thought there was a bill that was. Um you know, in the, in Congress that they was to eliminate it, but they couldn't decide whether or not they stay on daylight savings times or standard time. Is that what, what caused it problems? Um, it wasn't passed because nobody could decide which, which is it, is it five o'clock or four o'clock? Yeah. I thought it passed the house, but it didn't pass the Senate, but I don't know, but that makes sense. I think that like, the thing is, is like the, the way that everyone would like for it to be in general, I think would be to be on the daylight savings time all the time rather than being on the not daylight savings time. Cause that makes it not as dark in the fall or whatever early. But if you're going to do away with, it's like, Oh, so you're going to do away with regular time then, <laughs> you know, like, yeah. it's a weird argument. Yeah. I don't know. Whatever. No, you're right. You're right. Um, what's your, what's your hype still out? Uh, oh, well, this, uh, weightlifting meet that I'm going to. The Masters? Um, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm in the new age group now, and I didn't cut weight, so I'm a super heavyweight, and I'm going to be the lightest to weigh in. These dudes are going to outweigh me, buddy. 50, 60 pounds. Damn. Um, 
And uh, I'll be competitive, but I think I'm going to get second place. Yeah. And, uh, well, I, I hype mean, is out on whether or not I'm ever going to be able to like be as strong as I used to be, which is an interesting feeling, you know. Yeah. Um, when I tell other people, they're like, "Oh, come on, you'll be good again. Just try harder." Like, yeah. But it's like, no, there's a physical think, aspect to this. Yeah, like, like yeah, I think I'm, like, I think I don't have that dog in me. You yeah, know what I mean? Yeah, like, I, yeah, I, I get like, that. Don't have it. At least that's um, supposed to adjust a little bit with the age brackets, though, right? So yeah, that no, scale. that's it. That's why I'm yeah. still competitive. Yeah. Um, but I don't really care about my own competitiveness. Yeah. Um, I I hype is out. Um, but the hype is out on. On like how I'm going to accept my declining ability um, yeah. as I continue on, and then also I have seven people that I'll be coaching this meet. Wow! Mm. So it'll just be busy for me, you know. It'll be busy. The business has grown. I'm doing a lot more yeah. work than I. That's cool though. Um, you have that I'm means you have one. eight chances to win. <laughs> you know, that's a lot. Yeah, you know, I the but but the reality is like. I can take for granted where I'm at. Yeah. Because it's where I'm at. And I can talk all this like, oh, you know, I don't think I'll win. And I'll probably wind up at second place. And man, everybody else that I'm coaching is like, it's not, there's a lot of people that are going to go there that are not going to win. Yeah. Most of the people there are not going to get a medal. Yeah. You know, like there's, I know this dude that's like, lives down the road in Connecticut and he's like, oh, he's between the 89 and the 96 kilo weight class. And there's fucking 20 dudes in each of those weight classes. And he's like, I'm like, might get fifth place. And in the back of my mind, I'm like, that sucks. Yeah. <laughs> you know, <laughs> yeah, but yeah, I'm also, but I, I'm also like, that sucks for him because he cares that much about yeah. that. Yeah. You know, like, mm -hmm. if you know that you're going to get fifth place, just focus on yourself, dude. Yeah. You know, don't talk to me about, like, oh, I'm debating which weight class because I might get fourth place and this. It's like, don't do that. Yeah. Just go have fun. Like, to be honest with you, this is, uh, to be honest with you, the hype's still out on whether or not I'm taking my own advice. Because my own yeah. advice for myself is <clears throat> drop your openers, go six for six, have a perfect meet, don't make any mistakes. And if somebody beats you, Great. They beat you, but they had to. Yeah. Right. Rather than trying to like go big and miss, you know, heavier weights that maybe I didn't have any business attempting, like just go six for six, make every rep. Yep. And so that's my plan. That's what I'm going to do. And if you beat me and I went six for six, kudos. There you go. Yeah. I'm that way with magic a lot of times. I'm like, I just want to play clean. And if I win, yeah. I win. If I, don't, I just don't want to make mistakes. I want to play clean yeah, and, exactly. and give it my best. And if it's not good enough, then all right, we'll try it again next time. <clears throat> what about you? Uh, my hype's still out. Is Speaking of magic, there is a Magic the Gathering Lord of the Rings officially licensed Lord of the Rings set coming out. So it'll be Magic the Gathering set, but it is going to be skinned with Lord of the Rings. Yeah, you mentioned that in text the other night with yeah. other people and apparently people are upset about this. Why are people upset about There's this? There's different things. Number one, they're doing these universes beyond. So they're incorporating other properties into magic, the gathering and people don't like that because they want magic to stay its own lore and everything. 
So they, the thing that started all this, they did a Stranger Things crossover with Magic the Gathering. So they uh-huh. did cards for all the Stranger Things characters. Um, they've done okay. Walking Dead. Uh, I think that's the one that actually originally pissed everybody off. Was the wa- They did a Walking Dead crossover, which everybody at first was like, who cares about the Walking Dead now? And then they're like, this sucks that these cards are coming into the game. Um, so people just don't like, you know, they want to retain. Magic has its own storyline and stuff. And so they created this universe that's beyond where they can say, well, they, we're going to skin these things as magic cards, but they don't exist in the universe of magic, right? So they're going to do a Doctor Who one. It's just a way for them to just print money, you know? Like, if they ever get to do like a Marvel one or something, people will just flip their shit, you know? Yeah. Or Star Wars is the big one that, pe- that people say they'll probably eventually do. But Lord of the Rings was a big get for them. Like, that's a big Yeah, property. I'd say so. I, I think it's... Two. Huh? Probably number two. Yeah, it's a big deal. Um, particularly because it's 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 such a weird thing though, because a lot of the Magic the Gathering cards are influenced by Lord of the Rings. They're like you have your counterpart to because Lord of the Rings was one of the fantasy properties that influenced Dungeons and Dragons, and Dungeons and Dragons mm-hmm. influenced Magic the Gathering. So you've already got Lord of the Rings shit in there. They're just not called Frodo and stuff, you know? It's just like you have these things that are like close to it. But people are mad about that, which I get it. Um, it it's kind of stupid when you have to like, oh, well, I'm going to this tournament this weekend. I'm going to have to put, spend $300 on four golems for my deck. You know? Like, it's going to be just totally stupid. Uh, yeah. I don't really... I, I don't like Lord of the Rings that much, to be honest. I don't hate it. I just don't... I think it's a little overrated. When you say that amongst certain people, they treat you differently for the rest of your life than you know them. That is... Not a thing you can admit to people, but I do. I think Lord of the Rings is overrated. Uh, I really enjoyed The Hobbit. I like the movies fine. They're fine. I just think it's overrated. So it doesn't affect me, but really the thing that Magic players, a lot of Magic players are really mad at is that they've they made Aragorn black. Mm. So not, not a black card. It's a black mana in Magic. They made Aragorn black, as in his skin color is black. Um, and the racist Magic the Gathering fans are upset about that, you know? That's not how Tolkien wrote the character, you know? I think it's great, but, you know, some a lot of them are mad, and, you know, so what? fuck them. They can fuck right off, you know? It's the whole, like, well, they're race-swapping all of our favorite characters. Yeah, get over it. Fuck off. It's fake. Yeah, it's. Do you it's, realize that it's that fiction? Aragorn's not a real guy that lived. Okay, do you realize that, right? The, the dragons aren't real. I am gonna break that to you right now. Dragons aren't real. <laughs> You're mad about this thing in this fantasy world. It, it's no way he could be black. Really? Like, why not? Like, yeah, I don't know. Yeah. But anyway, there's that. The hype's still out. Is like, will this? Will magic? Will the Lord of the Rings set shit all over the rest of the formats that I play? Because, like, it's sometimes they print high powered shit, and are we going to have to play the one ring and all of our decks and stuff? They're also doing, they're printing a special version of the ring. They're only printing one card, one, meaning one, only one copy of it will exist. And they're, it's going to be the most. It's like that Wu Tang album. Yeah, it's like that Wu Tang album, and it's going to be the most expensive magic card ever printed. 
already they're calling it's going to be like 50 grand like it's going to be worth a lot of money so but you have to open it out of a pack <clears throat> anyway there's that really you have like it'll be in a pack somebody's going to find it it's like a lottery ticket yeah it's like a golden ticket willy wonka style like Damn. so it might never get found that's the thing if people don't open the pack that it's in it might take years you know wow Interesting from a marketing standpoint, but fucking dumb. Sure. You know, for, for you know, otherwise. So, whatever. Fuck Lord of the Rings. Except for Black Aragorn. I fuck with that. I fuck with Black Aragorn. Yeah, <laughs> yeah sure. I'm with that. Is that the, that the king that returned? Yeah, Aragorn. Yeah. Yeah. The funny, the, the um, thing that we always joke about is like, whenever they come out with like card games like this, it's never like, Frodo's never like the best card in the set like famously when they they did a lord of the rings trading card game in the 90s that tried to compete with magic i think uh and yeah. in that set a minor character from the books called bill the pony was the best card in the set <laughs> it just accidentally was the best because of whatever donkey what, yeah so they had to ban bill the pony but like gandalf was unplayable because he was so bad <laughs> so yeah, it's like, I don't know. It's pretty funny. Well, I'm going to go buy some magic cards so I can get that ring card. Yeah. You know what I'm going to do? I'm going to get that ring card, then I'm going to put me on Instagram just like practicing throwing cards with it. Just Yeah, just shuffle, like, riffle shuffling just, it. Yeah. Just damage it. Just damage it. You just tear it up on screen. No. I thought I'd make a key, ring, key chain gotta, out of I'm this. Gonna, I got to throw it into the... The pits of Mordor. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> so uh, well, we got hype slot. No, uh, wait, That's that was hype. your hype slot. Yeah, what's your hype slot? Oh, you, the, the, I, the tournament. Yeah, the yeah, competition. The yeah. <clears throat> we got some so. Consuming? Uh, yeah, I've got a, I've got a little bit of consuming. I um, <clears throat> on the TV front, I've been watching um, the newest episode of Drive to Survive. Did you watch that show at all? No. Is that the F one show. It's the F one show. Yeah. Um. Season one was 10 out of 10. Yeah. Season two was even better because two of the teams that did not participate in season one saw that it was a well-made show and decided that they would allow themselves to participate. Yeah. So season two is even better. Season three and four, a little bit of fatigue. I'm not going to lie. I did not finish season four, but season five is good. And the thing is... To me, that's good about it is they <clears throat> F1 changed the regulations, so all the cars were new. Yeah, this last race season, and so it's just like if without that, it's a little bit too manufactured. Mm-hmm. Like the drama is a little bit fake, yeah. a little bit manufactured, you know, which is fine. Like if you don't follow the season, yeah, you just watch it like a TV show. Yeah. It's great, but I followed the seasons for season three and season four, so yeah. I. Oh, it just wasn't as into drive. You're like fake. This, this... That's fake. Come on, yeah. Like, that's, I've that's... seen the show twenty times. Yeah, that, 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 there was never an argument about the spoiler angle like that. Never. The draft anyway regulations. Yeah. 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 Um, I didn't realize there was five seasons. Is that five years of them doing that show? Yeah. Just one a year. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, they wow. only got one season per year. Yeah. Or maybe this is season four and I got tired of season three. 
Gotcha. But it's it's not three. No. It's definitely four or five. Anyway, yeah. the last season I didn't finish, but this season I'm I'm really enjoying. Um, it's been it's been really good. Um, I just wrapped up the creation of my spring 2023 playlist. Ooh, nice. So I've been listening to it to see if it's kind of cohesive. Yeah. Uh, I'll put that out next week because I think next week is the actual official start of spring. Yeah. Unfortunately. Right? So, unfortunately. Um, I mean, if you listen to this uh, playlist or if you listen to this podcast and you can go Spotify and find me on Spotify and then click on spring 2023. And, I, will, uh, I mean, it's like 51 songs. I'm going to put the link in the show notes. I'm going to put, I'm going to say one more thing. And for people that have gotten this far in the podcast, you've earned the right to hear it. Yeah. Ninja Not T. that it needs That's to be it. a secret. Ninja T, yeah. Ninja T, yeah. Um, <clears throat> on June 3rd, Joe Caplow, K-A-P-L-O-W, is going to play a concert at my house in Connecticut. Whoa. And if you don't know who he is, go listen to him. He's not going to be with this whole band. He's going to be playing by himself, but... Uh, tickets 15 bucks 100% of that money goes directly to the musician Wow It'll be outside We'll probably have a bonfire afterward And we'll play some long games beforehand Saturday, June 3rd If you're listening to this podcast And you want to come on down Fucking hit me up Yeah, that's sick, man Yeah That's really cool Yeah I knew you've been wanting to do this for a while, so Yeah That's cool Yeah The guy... But I know that does it up in Boston and does these house shows up in Boston. He he was like, start with Joe Kaplow. Guy's awesome. K-A-P-L-O-W. K-A-P-L-O-W. Kaplow. There's something in there. And... <laughs> this looks like Kaplow. 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 Yeah. He's got something for everybody. Yeah. Even you'd like some of his songs, All I right. think. Maybe I'll, maybe I'll roll up. Mm-hmm. You got to roll up in September, too, right? Yeah. Indeed. Is that when that is? That's when that is. Is it September? Yeah. Indeed. Indeed. Uh, I hope Ninja T comes. Yeah. That'd be fucking sick. Oh, that'd be great. Ninja T. That'd be great. Yeah. Hey, dude. Hey, man. I drove been driving all day. <laughs> <laughs> I've never been this far north before. Oh, man. I didn't know if I needed my passport. <laughs> <laughs> Something yeah. New England. Yeah. My mom said maybe just in case, bring it. When you cross the Nathan Dixon line. Um I've never been I'm out of breath. It's so <laughs> far north. So far. It's the air up here so thin. What's, what's the elevation up here? Oh, <laughs> uh, don't ever change an entity. Don't ever change. I want to hang out with him. You know, he it's not even him. He's tried to get us to hang out together. Yeah, he has. We yes, tried so tried, hard to get yeah. us to go to Krungman together, and, uh, to get us to go to a concert yeah. together last summer. I would like to do We're going to do that. We're going to do it at some point. Yeah. Oh, we are? I, oh, are I they? I am. And then you're going to be jealous. No, I am. I'm already, I've just invited <laughs> a trip to my house for a concert. <laughs> okay, so. so that's, that's, okay. That's it. Yeah. I'm going to do it. With, I'm going to hang out with Trip. All right. Well, I'm going to put my own concert on the same day. It's going to be me in the backyard with a kazoo. So it's going to be Counting Crows versus Hootie and the Blowfish. (laughs) 
Counting Crows. It's Counting Crows? Disrespectful to count to Counting Crows to put Hootie and the Blowfish next to them. Fuck oh, Hootie God, and the Blowfish. I'd choose, I'd choose Hootie. Fuck Adam. Fuck Hootie. Fuck sucks. Adam and that fake ass wig and Hootie his whiny sucks. fucking complaints. Yeah. That was long December. What, what, what happened to you? What's to you i want to hold your hand that's a beautiful love no, song that's terrible it's so terrible that's a, look I, I grew up i grew up i was in high school when that would hit the radio and it just totally tainted my view of them so i'd see what's Darius uh what have you been what have you been consuming i got a couple things finished the rewatch of togetherness that we started a while back two seasons yep. of that show on hbo that show was really good, and when we finished it, Jackie had never seen it before. She was like, "I wish they would bring this back instead of some of the stuff they're bringing back." Um, it just a and that you can tell at the end watching it a second time, like yeah, they had to really rush this thing in the end to like wrap it up, but it does have an ending, and uh, the acting on the show is just great. Uh, Amanda Pete should have gotten Emmy for that show. Like she's so oh, good man, on it. Such a crush on her. So good. I never had any kind of opinion of her before, and she's so good in that show. And then Mark Duplass is just continues to be one of my favorite actors yeah. and and directors. You know, I just I like I I know that like some people are like oh, it's too he's too whatever the mumblecore stuff, but I I really like him. Um, so that was really good. Uh, watch the Oscars. And uh, oh, that's right. Oh, I also want to hear what you had to say about whatever you were you texted me about. Oh, well, yeah, okay. I, was like, well, I didn't watch that. Well, not, we, like, we don't have to talk about it. Like, I want to hear what you have to say, but anyway, well, okay. So, we, I watched the Oscars. Uh, some upsets of the show were exciting, and then I was happy that everything everywhere all at once won Best Picture. Um, I was particularly uh touched, I was I actually cried. Uh, when uh, I'm gonna butcher his name. What's his yeah, name? Yeah, we know his name. Hold on. Ki Ki Kwan won yep. for uh, best uh, supporting actor for Everything Everywhere All at Once. Uh, he was a huge part of my childhood as appearing in Indiana Jones and the Temple of Doom, which I loved, and as Data in the Goonies. And I wanted to be Data when I was a kid. I mean, like, and to see that guy win. And to see him hug Harrison Ford on stage when he got the final, when they got the final award of the night, it was it was a cool moment. Um, yeah, it's like he he just, I was really, I was really happy about that. I don't know. Uh, yeah, the show was all right. Jimmy Kimmel sucked. He was not funny at all. Um, he was the opposite of funny the whole time. But what I don't know. It's just like such the jokes were just so dated. I was just like, what really? Like, I don't know. But I don't know. I didn't expect much, but um, it's fine. Classic hater. I was just classic hater. Yeah. Uh, so that, I think that, people were laughing. I'm sure they did out of pity. Uh, oh God. Then uh, I did watch the Chris Rock special, but I, I, I mean, I, we can wait for my opinions on it until you watch it. Cause I don't want to taint your view of it or like make you swing one way or the other, whether I'm positive. I'd be honest, I don't it. know that I want to watch it. I don't think he's funny anymore. So like, well, do you want me to just give? My was opinion? he funny? No. Was he funny? He, he was funny. Uh, ten percent of the show was funny. The rest of it was the same as these aging com comedians. Where it's like, well, is this spoken word or is this comedy? Like, can you tell a fucking joke? Could yeah. you tell a fucking joke? Like, I get it. Like, I, I, okay, rich guy, tell me how I'm supposed to feel about society and culture and 
And I'm like, oh, okay, yeah, it's t- you might get canceled for something. Hey, everybody, somebody might get canceled for saying something. This guy's going to – Chris Rock's even said it now. Can we <laughs> – now it's now it's the thing because Chris Rock said that somebody might get canceled. Oh, it's we got to get canceled. Nothing he said had any teeth to it. You know, you look at a special of his like bigger and blacker. There were he was there was there was teeth to that. There were stakes. He went he went after some things. You know, this was just like, oh, this dude. It's like the whole thing was building up to him talking about the Oscar slap. You know, and it was just not funny. And it wasn't me being woke or anything like that. It was just like this is not funny. You know, even if it was like anti-woke stuff but it was funny and it wasn't it didn't lean hard into that it's not like he's being like you know a conservative or anything but there was a lot of whining about like it's hard it's hard for comedians to say things now but no it's not shut the fuck up he did a whole lot he's always done this too he he did a whole lot of repeating the joke but saying it oh that's his thing but he did it to the point where i was like dude come on and he he did it every time he did it he did the chris rock voice a little bit harder so in the end of it it was just like this is like a saturday night live skit where someone's playing you yeah you know and i i and you know what all of that the only thing i remember is his talking about the oscar slap i don't really remember anything else specifically from the show at all other than he was upset about canceling and people might get canceled and he said that people want attention and if you want attention, put your ass on the internet. And that was the joke. In the year of our Lord, 2023. It was just, it just bummed me out because he's a comedian that, I mean, you know, I both like, like comedy and, you know, have watched. I used to, I used to love him. Yeah. I used to really, really love him. I thought it was great, but. I don't know if there's is there just such a is there just a level where these comedians get so famous and popular that they can't they can't have relatable material anymore or I don't know man I think some dudes go back to the clubs and they they work out new material yeah that said I think maybe we get to a certain age and you're just not that funny anymore yeah i guess that's i guess name name a comedian that's older than 65 years old that's still funny i mean george carlin was still funny okay past that age but 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 i i'm gonna challenge you okay i'm gonna challenge you to go watch one of his older specials yeah and apply the same logic because it is kind of spoken word it's just that he's sharing opinions that you really agree with right that's a good that's a good that's a good uh, challenge. I will, I will, I will actually go do that. It's got to be on HBO. There's got to be some stuff on HBO when he was. Um, yeah, let me know. His last I mean, I but I think that <clears throat> most of the stuff that people share about older George Carlin is the stuff that's like really fucking enlightened. Kind of like this is the system, and this is how you're not a part of it. Yeah. And it, here's how it's rigged against you. Yeah. And, and it's, it's yeah, some of that it's is not, not that funny. It's not that funny, but man, he his delivery of that, the way that he delivers it, I think 
But that's a matter that's of taste, true, right? Yeah, because somebody so. might yeah, like yeah, the yeah, right. Chris Rock yeah. kind of like build and yeah, build and yeah. build and build. They like they they really like the same reason that somebody like me likes that repetitive kind of like guitar riff and the building of tension in a jam, mm -hmm. right? Like they're like, oh yeah, he's really let him cook. You know, he's he's yeah, saying this yeah. thing. He he says the thesis and then he says another example. Then he says the thesis. Then he says another example yeah. and he laughs at you and he's like, are you with me? You know, and back when in like bigger and blacker like yeah. he was producing a lot of things that were mm -hmm. or he was like making points that weren't as popular yeah mm -hmm. and there wasn't a way for these ideas to be spread as easily yeah and so he had to do that to teach the audience how to understand what the point was that he was going to try to make which was the thing that i loved about him the most which is like he's really like making sure everybody gets it yeah. like nobody's gonna leave not understanding the yeah. point that he's trying to make, you know, but, um, what? Yeah. But yeah. I think Carlin, I think Carlin turned into that too. And it's yeah. not, I think when, when, it, when that happens, it's not automatically bad. It's just like, if you're saying the things that I want to hear, then I want to hear you say them because your delivery of anything is better than mine. Yeah. Right. But if you're not saying the things that I want to really hear, then like, ah, you're not really funny anymore. Well, neither is the guy that I like to listen to. He's not funny anymore either, mm -hmm. but he's cool, and I want to listen to him. Yeah. It's like Bill Hicks. Yeah, yeah. All I agree. Right. I think I agree with that. I, I think that it's less that I don't agree with what they're saying, which I don't a lot of the stuff, but like more of the problem is is that, all right, we have, I've heard this from every single comedian your age the past two years. Like, God damn, can we? Yeah, I get it. You but know, You guys are going to like elder elder gen x conventions where you're just sharing the same talking <laughs> the same points. thing over and over again it's just like this is the same special as four other people did and yeah. he used to like have the audience eating out of the palm of his hand he 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 led you along like you were he dragged you he just grabbed you and pulled you along and now it's just like it just you could just feel the audience just like disconnecting you know during the whole show i will say that that I, I immediately turned that off and turned on HBO to try to find something else to watch when I finished it. And perhaps not connected to this, but I watched, uh, some would say a genius of our time, Sinbad's special, <laughs> Afros and Bell Bottoms from 1993. <laughs> I am I'm a Sinbad apologist. I ride hard for Sinbad. I what is there like, to apologize there's for? There's people that, he's the butt of a, he was the butt of a, but of a lot of jokes for a while is like washed up coming. Oh, it's Sinbad, you know, he's family friendly and this and that. That Afros and Bellbottom special is hilarious. It's still funny. It's still just like and, and talk about delivery and like physical comedy. The way he the way he like walks across the stage and does it while he's delivering the jokes and like falls down and does all this stuff. Like he there's like a physical aspect to his comedy from from that era this just really works with what he's saying and it's just really funny um this is great I, I laughed the whole time like it was really i expected to go into it and be like watch all this you know this old shit that's gonna be all tired and you know from the 90s and played out and it it, did, it wasn't like that at all it was like i remember liking that when i was a kid that one and uh yeah it was really funny so I highly Damn. suggest that. So watch Sinbad's Afros and Bell Bottoms uh, instead of uh, Chris Rock's special. Um, <laughs> Tune in next week for yeah. the hottest new recommendations. Yeah. Speaking of tired and old. Um, yeah. And then uh, I've been playing Marvel Snap, which is a mobile game. It's like a card game. 
uh, that's been getting pretty popular. Free to play. You don't have to put any money into it. It's really fun. Uh, the games take like two minutes to play. As you play more, you unlock more cards. It's got all the Marvel characters you know and love. You can uh, The way that you get more cards is by upgrading your cards so you make them look cooler. Like you animate the backgrounds and you unlock the special versions of them and stuff like that. And uh, it's a real neat game uh, and well-designed. And you can put money into it if you want to, but you don't have to put any money into it. Um, and it's like a thing that you can play for five minutes a day or like an hour. So, um, wow. Yeah, it's cool. Uh, and then I've got a music recommendation for you. Uh, are you familiar with a band called The Knife from Sweden? Yeah. Uh, they did a song called Heartbeats, which was yep. – I love their, their – their, they wrote that song. But Jose Gonzalez famously did – his own acoustic version, which was in a yep. Sony Bravia commercial that was famous for, they dumped a bunch of bouncy balls down a hill in San Francisco. And it's like, yeah. it's a cool yeah. commercial. And that version yep. is beautiful of that song. Uh, but the original, the knife is like a electro pop group, like, but very like they shun the spotlight and they weren't, they are were trying to be like very alternative uh, in the stuff and very strange. They're strange. They shows always strange and stuff. One of the, it was a, a sibling pair in that group, and uh, and I do not want to misgender them. Uh, they go they them is their their pronouns, but it's uh, Fever Ray is the name of the person, and uh, that's the singer from the Knife has their own. Uh, they've they've got a couple albums that they've come out with, but this one's called Radical Romantics. It just came out recently. Uh, Atticus Ross and Trent Reznor from Nine Inch Nails produced a couple of the songs on the album, and you can tell uh, those songs are very like industrial sounding. Uh, it's it's really good. It's very uh, out there, and uh, the way Fever Ray is kind of like their, I guess, stage persona is this kind of weird look that looks almost like they're a zombie kind of. I don't know how to describe it. Uh, I think they're trying to like break down what the perception of a rock star is or something, you know? Um, but anyway, it's a good album and I've, I've not completed my listen to it, but it's a, uh, it's interesting and it's got a lot of that elect electronic undertone to it, but, um, it's really, really good. Uh, candy and What's even it an album. Too. It's called radical romantics. If you look at the album cover, the, the fever ray is on the cover. Um, and, uh, All right, I see this. Yeah. Yikes. The song, yeah, I think that they're intentionally trying to be like, hey, I'm a rock star, but it's not the normal view of what a rock star is. Uh, Candy and Even It Out are two of the really good tracks off of it, but I, like I said, I haven't finished it. Um, but it's uh, it's good. I think it'll be on my top ten for the year. Um, oh, shit. I don't know. We'll see. I'll probably forget it about it. Be. I'll forget about it. Yeah, you'll week. forget about it. You'll forget about it. Whatever, I didn't forget about Afros and Bell Bottoms. And that came out in ninety three, so all right. That's it. You got anything else? Hmm? Fuck Steve Harvey. <laughs> why why Steve Harvey? Where'd that come from? I future Wolfgang kill them all. Okay. I didn't know that that was a thing. Yeah, that was a thing. Do you, do you back when Odd Future was like just Odd Future? Yeah, 
They just started saying fuck Steve Harvey as a joke one day, and then it became this whole fucking mantra for like an entire year. <laughs> I didn't know that. Everybody I was never really that into them. would be yeah. chanting, fuck Steve Harvey, fuck Steve Harvey. <laughs> I wonder what Steve Harvey Can thought about that. I mean, Steve Harvey sucks, though, He does to suck, be honest. Yeah. Like, I don't like him. He sucks. <clears throat> he does. You got anything else? Nah, I'm good. I'm glad we recorded. I missed, missed doing the show, so... Yeah, we should put another date in the calendar before we get off the phone today. We should. Uh, but we'll end the episode here. Uh, you can uh, find us online, IOLTOS.com. You can check us out on Spotify and other places where uh, podcasts are found. I think we're still on Apple. And uh, you can email us. I only like their old stuff at gmail.com. And uh, other than that, we out. <laughs>